0: Excuse me. What? Where are you taking us? Mexico. What's in Mexico? Mexicans.
1: Amores Peros is a Mexican drama film released in 2000 and directed by Alejandro González Ñarito. Amores Peros tells the story of three individuals whose lives, linked with dogs, are intertwined after a horrific car crash. The movie is available on Tubi. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. The film begins with two men and a wounded dog in a car being pursued by a truck. The pursuit ends as the car with the wounded dog crashes with another vehicle, as several bystanders look on. The film is broken down in chapters with the first chapter entitled, Octavio y Susana. Octavio is in love with his brother's girlfriend Susana. He dislikes the way his brother treats her, so he persuades her to run away with him. Susana accidentally lets her boyfriend's dog Kofi escape the house. Harocho, a street thug, sticks his dog on him, but Kofi kills him. Realizing that Kofi can make him a lot of money in order for, with him to flee with Susana, Octavio enters Kofi in a dogfighting ring. Kofi makes Octavio a lot of money. However, his plan of fleeing with Susana is ruined, as Susana steals his earnings and leaves with her boyfriend. In dire need of making the money back, Octavio enters Kofi in another fight with another of Jarocho's dogs, resulting in Harocho shooting Kofi as he was about to kill his dog. Angered by this, Octavio stabs Harocho as dogs chase him in their truck resulting in the car crash in the beginning of the film, which leads to the second chapter, Daniel y Valeria. Daniel is a magazine publisher who cheated on his wife with Valeria, a Spanish supermodel. They move in together in an apartment with the view of a billboard with Valeria on it. Valeria is revealed to be the person in the other vehicle in the car crash. Her leg is severely injured. At home recovering, Valeria's dog disappears underneath a floorboard, triggering tension between her and Daniel. As Valeria's health worsens, she is rushed to the hospital as her leg gets amputated, while Daniel finds her dog under the floorboards. Returning home and realizing that her modeling career is over, she looks outside her window and sees that her billboard has been taken down. The third and final chapter is El Chivo y Maru. One of the bystanders in the car crash is El Chivo. During the car crash, he enters Octavio's car, steals his money, and takes Kofi to tend to his wounds. El Chivo's backstory is revealed that he is a professional hitman, Who's trying to reconnect with his daughter Maru. Chivo is hired to put a hit on a man named Luis. After finding out that his client and the target are half brothers, he cuffs both men in a room, leaving a gun in between them, with the outcome unresolved. Afterwards, Chivo sneaks into Maru's home and leaves a heartfelt message on her answering machine, asking for forgiveness for abandoning her as a child. The film ends with Chivo, taking his client's SUV to sell, as he walks away with Kofi as his new companion. You know, I've said on this podcast before that my favorite directors are Danny Villeneuve, Christopher Nolan. But One person I always forget to mention is this gentleman right here, Alejandro González Iñárritu. This fucking man is amazing. His resume speaks for itself. Birdman, The Revenant, just some movies out there that you should get a good idea of what quality he brings to us, man. So this episode is going to be for him. So without further ado, let's get fucking started. What do you say, brother? Do it. All right. So welcome, everyone, to episode
0: number 32. 32.
1: Of Beer in a Movie with the Side Boys. We're your hosts, fantastic as always. I'm Ticket the Dominator. And I'm Danny. Morris Petals, brother. This is a movie out of Mexico. Mm-hmm. This is a movie I recommended. Yep. It's a movie I've been wanting to uh, review for quite some time. I'm glad we finally got around to it. And uh, to my... Brief little introduction to this movie. Remember I told you about that one uh, that on Google that they shoot pictures, don't they? Yes. This one at the time, many years ago, was like fucking number 240 some bullshit. Mm. And for, I don't know why, dude. I just I went on it, saw the trailer, went out and bought the movie, fucking loved it. And this was the first movie I ever saw Gael Garcia in it. He's the protagonist in this film. Uh, this is the first movie I ever saw from Alejandro González Inherito. And I became a fan ever since, man. and I just had to see more of his of his work and and when we get later onto to the other work from these guys, man, you it's
0: it's nothing but quality with
1: these guys man it It really is.
0: Do you have an introduction to this brother? no, uh, you were the one that recommended it. I know we've been kind of pushing it off, right Mhm there was opportunities that we were gonna do earlier, I think possibly, yeah, but we finally got around to it, and that's what made me watch it,
1: yeah, 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 so let's get right into it, brother, but we can't be discussing for uh further from this movie without opening up some beer. So brother, let her know what we're drinking tonight.
0: Tonight we are drinking Victoria. I love S- me a good fucking Mexican beer, brother. Cerveceria Modelo? Mexico? <laughs> I you know, I know Cerveceria. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yes, my uh Mexican accent. I'm,
1: is I'm getting a swig, brother. I've I've had this beer many times. I love this beer.
0: I've had it a few times, so uh, I can't say I've had it many, but a yeah,
1: few. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Take a swig right here, brother. Take another one. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And while you ponder off the ranking, brother, I'm going to give a shout-out of the week, man. And we gave him a shout-out not too long ago in the Bloodsport episode. I said, this motherfucker looks like Hossein mm. with the turban and all. My good brother, Goldenrod. I love you, brother. The good brother, Roach. Xavier Catalan. Much love, brother. Uh, thank you for being so kind to listen to us from the very beginning. He was also very kind uh, to put on his instagram story that he was listening to us while he was at work baking under the fucking hot sun uh stay hydrated brother stay hydrated hope you're not too crude when you hear this man and i yeah you probably had some victoria's over the weekend or something but i don't know all right so i'm gonna get another swig right here Mm-hmm. i have a million stories i can tell about this brother but uh, what I'm gonna decide to do is I'm gonna tell because a lot of these stories I can't tell, bro, <laughs> straight up. I just fucking can't. Nice. Yeah, okay, we keep we keep them in goldenrod, man. Goldenrod forever. But uh, Roach reached out to me a few weeks ago, and he actually told me something that I was like, I was like, okay, bro, I gotta I gotta bring this up. So he and his and one of his daughters is his oldest daughter, Aliana. So shout out to Aliana, man. I still remember. The day you were born, when Roach sent me the picture, you were so tiny. Uh, I was a premature baby. Yeah. Mm. And she's healthy as can be now. So everything turned out perfect. But I remember she was so tiny, she could fit in a shoebox, man. Damn. She was that small. Yeah. But uh, Roach told me that uh, they were just hanging out or whatever. And then uh, Roach asked her what her favorite movie was. And she said, A Bronx Tale. Hmm. And I said, bro, like that's cool, like. And then we had just done the episode, right? So Ra- Roach had told me that they listened to the episode together. So yes, that fucking that made me so fucking awesome, man. I just it touched my heart, brother. You know what I mean? That we yeah. even got little listeners, brother. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. So fuck. Thank you so much to you, Roach, to Aliana for. Oh, and ex- uh, excuse the f bombs. Um, <laughs> in yeah. advance, you know. Yeah. I'm do <laughs> yeah. I am doing better at not cussing so much, man. <laughs> you know, but cheers to you, Roach. I love you, brother. Uh to you and your beautiful family of five. Cheers, brother. Cheers. All right, this fucking is delicious, brother. You wanna go first and rank this beer, brother? What do you sure?
0: Think? Yeah, I'll rank it. Go for it, brother. I've only had this beer a handful of times, I wanna say. I don't know why. I actually don't even remember seeing it a lot when I first started drinking. I feel like it started showing up maybe around, uh, I don't know, 2011, I want to say, that Mm -hmm. I noticed it. But every time I've had it, I can't complain. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's a solid Mexican beer. I probably wouldn't pick it as my first choice. I probably Mm -hmm. would pick Pacífico, maybe. Yeah. But this one is still solid. I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5.
1: Fuck yeah, brother. They even have the same colors as Pacífico. Yeah. Yeah, so if you want Pacífico and you accidentally pick this one. (laughs) <laughs> an accident dude yeah yeah uh, dude it's it's good that you mentioned that uh, this isn't the first choice uh-huh. of a beer to you the only reason we picked it's because this fucking beer is in the movie yeah right that's the only reason we chose it but you're right bro like uh for me you know pacifico negra modelo dos x carta blanca one of my favorite mexican beers of all time like those are some of the beers that i would get before this one mm-hmm. but i still like this one a lot man it's especially yeah. for a nice hot day i can just See myself having a carne asada drinking this beer, man. Yeah. Uh, absolutely nothing wrong with this, brother. Four stars out of five. This is nice. delicious, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not bad. I feel like it It just gets kind of lost in the shuffle with all the other ones.
1: Definitely. Definitely, definitely, brother. So, all right. So, let's get into Amores Peros, man. So, let's get into the premise of this movie, man. And uh, before we go into it, I should say, man, so for all you dog lovers out there, mm. okay? There are some pretty disturbing imagery in this movie. Okay, so be aware of this. Okay, this this movie, man. Like, a lot of it is looks like raw footage, you know. But no, no animals were harmed in yeah. the making of this film. I, I did my research.
0: Yeah, I will say I, I'm a, a pretty big dog lover, and mm-hmm. after the first like 20 minutes, I was ready to give it a zero out of zero and turn oh, sure. it off because I was like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah. So if you're super sensitive that kind of stuff, uh, you may want to avoid this one.
1: Yeah, so that doesn't apply to that piece of shit Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know I mean? so, But yes, so the premise of this film is there's a fucked up car crash. And it involves three people. Well, there are two people uh, mainly in this, in this car crash that are affected. And then there's a bystander out there. And then together, they're intertwined. And they're all linked with dogs. Whoa. Excuse me. Holy nice. shit. Already, brother. That, that, was a, a strong, that was a strong one right there. That was there, a world huh? shaker right there. There we go. Let's swig for that right there. <laughs> hmm. And yes, yeah, so they're all intertwined, and they have all uh, they have a connection to dogs in this film. All right, so the movie Amores Peros, is translated as "Loves a Bitch." Yes. All right. So let's get into the characters right here. Right. So there's there's a grip of characters in this movie, but we're gonna get into uh, the three important ones. Okay. So Octavio is the first one played by El, by Gael Garcia. This fucking guy is awesome, dude. Every movie I've seen him in. Has been fucking quality. Big fan of Gail Garcia, man. He's a good actor. All right? The next character is Valeria, by a love, played by a lovely lady named Goya Toledo. All right? She is a Spanish actress in this film, and she is a hoe, basically, <laughs> you know, fucking interfering <laughs> in, uh, in a married man's uh, love life. Yeah. All right? So she's involved in this. And then the third person I'm going to bring up is El Chivo, Played by Emilio Echevarria. Uh, This guy is, uh, is a hitman. He has a, a crazy backstory that we'll get into a little later. He is the bystander in the film. Mm-hmm. Right? So like I mentioned, there are some more uh, characters along the way. I will get to them. And, uh, and then the thing about this movie is that this movie is broken down in chapters. So what they do is they do a good job at sprinkling each character, even though it's not their respective chapter. And so uh, we're going to do our best to, like, kind of summarize and go along the way as they go in there. Right, brother? Yeah. All right. So what do you say, brother? One more swig for the good men. And then let's dive into this plot. What do you say? I say cheers. Cheers, brother. All right. So the film begins with a fuck. Man, they don't fuck around, brother. There's mm-hmm. an intense car chase. Yeah. All right. And there's a wounded dog. Poor dog. Like, the. This fucking and the thing is, we don't know what's happened to this dog yet, you know.
0: Yeah, it looks like he was hit by a car or something. Cool, That's what you, I assume. You,
1: you would think that, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So fucking. Uh, and then I like, I'm not a big fan, bro, of like the whole shaky camera bullshit. Uh huh. However, in this film, it fits the whole chaos narrative perfectly. You know, it makes the the footage look raw as fuck. Yeah. You know, so it is a little shaky, but I think it serves its purpose correctly. So there's a brutal car crash, and then when When you see, like, everything... By the way, I don't know how the fuck they filmed this either, dude, because, like, um, it looks like just, like, a regular, like, day with people just walking everywhere and shit, Uh and then the car crash happens. You know? I didn't do my research on that, but it's just amazing how they did this shot, and no one got hurt. Yeah. You know? Brutal shit. So, when the car crash happens, you can see a woman in there in the other vehicle. Um, She's, like, uh, crying out for help and shit like that. Yeah. And then it goes into... The first chapter, which is titled "Octavio y Susana," yep. So right away you see a piece of shit thug named Harocho, man. All right, Harocho. This guy just looks like a piece of shit, bro. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's no way around it. They picked yeah. the perfect guy. Mm-hmm. Like he has a really punchable face for me, yeah. at least. Yeah. He's got you the know, he's got the like blonde hair. hair, right? Yeah, yeah. The blonde hair and she mm. like that. He is with Octavio's friend, the same friend that was with them in the car crash. Yeah. So you're kind of wondering, like, okay, why are these fucking guys together? And then you see that they are in an illegal dog fighting ring, dude. Yeah. So for the you for the ones out there that are like the animal lovers, dog lovers, yeah, this there's gonna be some shit here you're not really gonna like. All right. So then we fast forward to Susana, who is uh, Octavio's sister-in-law. Right. She leaves. Uh. She's going home. She leaves a. She lets a dog go out. Yeah. which is their dog, Kofi. Mm. Yep, right? And then along the way you also see a homeless man just around with dogs, man. I thought they did a good job of just putting out these characters, just putting them out there so that we knew who we who we're dealing with, right? And then it goes to like back to the dog ring, back to like Susana, back to the homeless man, blah blah blah, all this shit, and then it gets into the intro of Ramiro, who is an absolute piece of shit. Dude. Mm. He is Octavio's brother. Yeah. The way he yells at Susana the way he just is, man. His whole demeanor. Don't like it, man. Yeah. Uh, their mother's right there, too. Typical Mexican mother, you know, fucking heartless. <laughs> yeah. I can relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: you can tell she favors Ramiro, even though yeah. he's there.
1: Oh, the golden son, man. Right? Yep. Fucking nothing's wrong with her eyes, even though his, the golden son's fucking treating her like trash. And, you know, Octavio's right there, and he's just telling him, like, hey, man, calm down, all right? And he's mm. like, don't get involved with me and my wife. You know, yeah. Like all, all Octavio's doing is just saying, like, "Hey, man, you got to kick back a little bit." That's it. But of course, the heartless mother's got to come in and fucking say shit and make things worse. <laughs> you know, ah, fuck, dude, I can relate to this shit, dog. Yeah, get a swig right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, he, Ramiro is mad because she let uh, Susana let Kofi go out, mm-hmm. right? And how? Do, um, excuse me, um, uh, Octavio. He even makes it a point to say. It's like, man, like what the fuck do you even care about the dog? You don't take care of it. You don't do shit for the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So, Harocho, back to Harocho. He has a dog that is in the dog rings. He's it looks like he wins a lot. Yeah. Because he has his dog and shit. Right. Yeah. And he goes after or first he goes to these like random dogs and then Chivo's right there. Yes. With a machete, dude. Yeah. And he's basically telling him, like, you don't fucking come here, dude. Yeah. So then he sees Kofi Octavio's dog, or excuse me, Ramiro's dog, and Harocho's friends are saying, "Hey man, there's a fucking dog right here. Let's go fuck him up," you know. Yeah. And then it goes to uh, random shit because by this point you see that it's, oh yeah, Harocho's dog fucking killed Kofi. You know, is usually what, what you have it thinking. Uh huh. But then to, like to, again, like they sprinkle in the characters again, man. Uh, I, I don't know if you felt, brother, like uh, it went back and forth a little too much with like the different characters or you thought it was fine or anything like that.
0: No, I uh, I was follow- following along pretty well.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I I agree, too. I thought they did a fine job sprinkling oh, them in and yeah. like that. Yeah. So you see Chivo now and he has a gun with them and he has a picture of a politician, it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to say it now. So the, the, the thing with Chivo is that he is a hitman. All right. He's a hitman. So he's looking for his target, is what it is. All right. So now you go back to Octavio's friend who informs Octavio that, hey, man, your fucking dog or Ramiro's dog fucking just killed Jarocho's dog. Mm. It was pretty crazy. So Jarocho shows up, dude, and he fucking threatens him, dude. Right. And dude, if you don't mind, brother, can I tell a quick story real quick? Go for it. Okay. So a few years ago, some fucking moron hit my car. Uh Right. My car was just parked in. Where it usually is, and some fucking asshole just hit it. Yeah. Right. When I came out, I was fucking livid, bro. I was fucking angry. But the fucking dude didn't speak English, right? So I had to talk shit in Spanish. No problem for me, <laughs> you know. And I remember, like, afterwards, when I calmed down and I had, I had like realized all the shit I had said to this fucking guy. I was just like, man, why did I say the shit I did? Because one of the things I said, dude, was in this fucking thing that Harocho actually says, dude. And I remember, I was just like, where did I get that shit from? Because here, Jarocho's dog gets killed, and he tells uh, Octavio, he goes, he's like, "You're gonna pay me for my dog, dude," and he's like, "Well, why'd you sick my dog on him, right?" And he's like, he's like, "You're either gonna pay me or you're gonna fucking pay me, dog, right?" <laughs> so when my when I my car got hit, I told the fucking guys like, "Dude, you're gonna f-, in Spanish, I told him, you're gonna fucking pay me, dude." He's like, he's like, "Oh, we'll see what the insurance says." And I said, ¿me lo pagas o me lo pagas, you know? <laughs> I said it just... And then, and then when I rewatched this film, I was like, fuck, dude. I go, that's where I got it from. This Ice. fucking movie, dude.
0: Nice.
1: So, yeah. Like, I had memories of that fucking car. Oh, dude. I was only one year away from paying it all off, too, bro. Mm. Fuck it. But fuck it. I got everything. Everything's all good now, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Let me get a swig right there, yeah? Yep. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> yeah, cheers, bro. Oh, and I also thought it was really interesting, dude, that... Because... Ramiro already comes off like a piece of shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Harocho's already a big time piece of shit. But I thought it was interesting that they even like uh, put it out there that Ramiro and Harocha have a history. Where yeah. Ramiro, they said, oh, R- Ramiro was going to fuck you up again. Yeah. For this shit, So there's history there. It was too bad I didn't really see them. Like you didn't see them interacting or anything like that. Yeah. I don't think it it would have been right? cool. No, they never did. It would have been cool to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So next scene, bro, um, back to El Chivo. He assassinates the same man in the picture, right? So now that tells you that this motherfucker is vicious, man. He, mm. could, he, he, he could fucking kill someone. Yeah. Okay, so they, they did that to plan it out there. And then we get to the introduction of Daniel, who is uh, kind of like a, a, an article, a, a newspaper article. Not a newspaper, but maybe like a, a magazine publisher. Okay. Or something like that, right? So you see him there. You don't know too much about him. And he's with his family. And then you it comes into effect later, but you see a billboard where oh, he's yeah. at with yep. a lovely lady in there. And that comes in later into effect in the film. Gotcha. Next scene, Susana is with Octavio. She straight up tells Octavio, hey, I'm pregnant again. I forgot to mention, Susana has like a one-year-old with Ramiro. Okay. And then Octavio fucking kisses her, bro. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, dog? Like, that's, that's not your lady, dude. That's your brother's lady.
0: Yeah, they were, like, already kind of messing around. But not, like, really messing around like that. Mm-hmm. But they were, like, uh, Susana would always be in Octavio's room. Yeah. Watching. Laying TV. down and yeah, shit. Laying yeah. down, yeah. You could tell there was kind of something going on. Mm-hmm. And especially how he stood up for her and stuff.
1: Yes. I, I do want to say, though, Octavio does say, like, yeah, hey, I want you to, like, come away with me. Mm-hmm. And shit like that. And like, basically, he's like, he'll take care of the kids and stuff like that. Yeah. But the whole time, Susana's like, nah, you're crazy. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. You know? And she, she does it throughout the film too. But no, like, Octavio's persistent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He does not like the way Ramiro treats Susana. He's infatuated with Susana. He wants to flee with her mm. and shit like that. All right. So, next scene, brother, I fucking popped for this scene, bro. I, I wanna know if you, if you caught this. All right. So, it goes to a next scene with Chivo. And he's looking at a newspaper. Did you see what he was in the newspaper? Did you see?
0: Uh, It was an obituary that I saw. Or oh, like it's... a memorial service announcement. Yes, but... yes. Okay.
1: You didn't catch this, bro. I fucking popped when I saw it. All right. So she was looking at a newspaper, uh-huh. right? So it's the newspaper says that it's a confirmed kill that that politician is there that he killed, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when he flips the page, bro, there is a poster of abre los ojos, dude. Was there? Yes, bro. I fucking popped for it. Because I, uh, like, I was like, that's fucking dope, dude. I was like, our podcast world, you know, it has um, Amores pedals in and fucking
0: Abre Los Ojos in it, dude. I missed it. I missed, yeah, missed it.
1: Yeah, like, go back and watch, dude. The poster's huh. right there.
0: I popped fucking huge for it, dude. You know what's weird, too? Huh. I, I remember, like, thinking also, like, him looking at the newspaper. I was thinking about Vanilla Sky for some reason. So maybe that was, like, hmm. some subliminal messaging that I didn't catch. Yeah, I know, um, right? crazy
1: shit right there but yes you're right there is a uh, obituary in there and there's uh, information for a funeral yep that we'll get into a little later and then the next scene bro i want to say like i got to bring this up like we we've already established that ramiro's kind of a hothead right yeah and in this scene dude i got some like fucking bipolar vibes bro did you get some shit like that because um. because he comes in right and he Well, first of all, he fucking robbed a store. Yeah. Right. I forgot to mention that. And he has like a a Walkman or a cassette player and he Mm -hmm. gives it to Susana. Right. Yep. Yep. They're they're all happy or whatever. He picks up the baby. Susana says, oh, I just put him to sleep and he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And then he just starts fucking yelling and he starts hitting his head, hitting the wall and shit like that. Yeah. I, got, I got bipolar like tendencies right there in this scene, man. Right? Uh,
0: I don't know about bipolar. I thought he was on drugs, kind of. Mm, like, could be, could be. Because he just had robbed the store. Mm-hmm. And there was some allusion to it earlier when he was talking to Octavio, right? In, yeah. At the when they're eating breakfast. And the mom was asking for money from Ramiro. And he's like, oh, you know, I get paid on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Octavio was like, well, oh, the drug, the pharmacy business is not good right oh yeah so bro, i didn't put two and two together they're to well, good shit Yeah, neither did I until then he he robs it right and yeah. then it, the next scene is that's how we can buy the walkman because he gets the money from that so i, I just assumed that he had robbed oh. the pharmacy got the money probably got high as fuck yeah and bought that or stole that walkman yeah
1: i was under the impression that he stole the walkman yeah
0: he did so, yeah. he did something and then um that's when he meets Susana. That's why he kind of rushes in there, and he's like, uh-huh. "All happy as fuck." Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, where's my baby?" She's like, "Don't wake him up," and he wakes him up anyway, you know. And then, yeah. and then he freaks out. Yes, I got that he was on drugs, but
1: ah, I got bipolar tendencies there, man. Okay, okay, right. it's it's up for debate. That's cool though.
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: and then while this is going on, you uh, Octavio's in his room. He overhears everything, mm-hmm. and he has this like look on his face where it's like, "Fuck, dude, I." to fucking hate the way my brother treats his lady man uh, I'm infatuated I want to take care of her I gotta come up with a badass fucking plan to get mm. some money so that yeah. we can flee together man mm. next scene is a supermarket scene dude that I thought was very funny cause like Ramiro doesn't even fucking look that it's him dude he's like oh did you find everything he's like uh, no I just uh, I'm looking for condoms they didn't have my size mm. <laughs> <laughs> She was funny Ramiro gets her because he notices that Octavio buys like diapers and shit like that yeah and Ramiro, he's got too much pride. He's like, yeah, I don't, you don't need to pay for this shit. I can pay for my own family. And yeah. fucking Octavio you know, fucking headbutts him, bro. And it doesn't even look like he pays either. Did you see that?
0: No, I think he does. Because I, did we jump ahead a little bit? Because I think the reason why Octavio buys all this shit is because he wins the, the money when he takes the dog to the first fight, right?
1: Uh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I was
0: gonna, that's, why, that's why he buys all that shit. Because remember, Octavio doesn't have any money.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Oh, but you know, I might have been jumping the scene too, bro, because because there is that scene also where he thinks of the crazy plan Mm -hmm. and he tells his friend, his homie, right? Yeah. And he says, Oh, what the fuck are you gonna do? Like he's like, You can't be fucking susana You know, that's your brother's uh lady. Yeah. And then he's like washing uh Kofi at the same time. He's like, What are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. And he's like, and that's where the fucking plan is, is to get yeah. Kofi into the dogfighting ring. Yeah. I
0: think this is after, though, no? I thought it was before because they made a point that Octavio was broke. Mm-hmm. Like, he had no money. Mm-hmm. And so he couldn't be buying all this extra shit. And then I thought he...
1: You're right, brother. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're mm-hmm. definitely right on that. Now that everything is coming back to mine and shit. Yeah. Very true. Yeah, otherwise, how the fuck would he have gotten money? Yeah. Exactly, right? Because of Kofi. He already put Kofi in the dogfight. Yeah. Already to earn the fucking money. Good shit and, on there, And that's brother. why
0: he was being a piece of shit, too, because he chose to align with his brother to kind of rub it in his face. Because mm-hmm. his brother has money, but he doesn't buy shit for his family. Yeah. So he chose to be like, hey, look, I'm buying all this shit. I got money now. You yes.
1: Know? Yes, good shit right there, brother. Mm-hmm. Get a swig for that. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Next scene, we go back to Daniel. He is with his family, or with his in bed with his wife. But yeah, yeah Norma Day, a phone call happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it turns out that he's clearly fucking cheating on his wife because the conversation he's having is, hey, don't call back. She's getting hints and shit like that. Yeah. So we already know this motherfucker's cheating on his wife. Yeah, and
0: for those old timers out there, uh, back before we had text messaging, that was kind of like one of the clues. Because earlier when one of the scenes with uh, Daniel and his family, he comes home and then the phone's ringing, the little kid answers it, and then she's like, oh, they just hung up. Yeah. And then the wife answers it and oh, they hung up. Yeah. And it's two rings, huh?
1: Like it made, like two ringtones? I don't remember. I think Yeah, it was, it was two ringtones.
0: Okay. Each time. I because think...
1: that was like their uh their little like like hint.
0: Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, well Yeah. I was gonna say I it's one of those things back before text messaging where uh, you would call and then if the person you're messing around with didn't answer, you would hang up. Mm. So that's our that's Already, I knew he was. Something was going on. Somebody was. Yeah, was trying to get somebody.
1: Yes. Yeah. And then next scene, bro, we go to El Chibo, and he's at the funeral that we had mentioned already. That he had gotten uh, information off of the uh, newspaper obituary. Yeah. Right. So from afar, uh, you can see that there's a woman that sees him, mm-hmm. confronts him. Yeah. And and then she calls him like, or the the lady says like, "You need to get the fuck out of here, and you need to stay away from her." And he says, he says, like basically, I like, kick back, sister-in-law. Yep. So it's like, fuck. So this is the funeral of El Chivo's wife. Yep. And the backstory is that Chivo just wants to reconnect with his daughter. All mm-hmm. right? Daughter's name is Maru. Yep. All right? So they, we're still not even into his chapter yet. <laughs> but But like, they're, they're there. Yep. You know what I mean? The, the, the seats have, have already been planted and shit like that. Uh-huh. Heartbreaking stuff, man. Uh, then we fast forward back to Octavio. And, dude, I just like how they... They played with time here because Octavio keeps winning. He keeps, or Kofi, I should say, keeps fucking up Harocho's dogs. Yeah. And he gets like a grip of fucking money, dude. Uh-huh. Right? It's cool how they, cool music in the back too. I forget the name of the band. I think it's Molotov, but okay. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, good shit right here. Uh, just a, a good way of them explaining that time has passed by and Harocho keeps losing. He keeps losing a different yeah. fucking dog. Octavio keeps gaining this fucking money. Good shit right here. And then Ramiro finds out that Octavio's getting earnings off of his dog. Yep. Right? And he says, Oh, you're gonna give me some of this money, but Octavio's like, fuck you, you don't take care of this dog, you don't give a shit. Mm. And the fucking piece of shit that Ramiro is puts a fucking gun to Kofi's head, bro. Yeah. Like if he wasn't a piece of shit, he does this shit. Mm. Fucking horrible man. Fuck this guy, dog.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
1: Anything to add on about that? Bro? Do you fucking hate Ramiro just as much as I do?
0: Yeah, he's a piece of shit, but as this movie progresses, Mm. I kind of found out that, you know, all of them are pieces of shit. Yes, I would, uh, you know, I love dogs, and especially my own dogs, obviously. I Mm. would never be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to enter my dog into a dog fight. I don't care how much fucking money. If I never had to work another day in my life, and those of you that know me, I don't say that lightly. Yeah. There's not much (laughs) I wouldn't do to work another day in my life, but um, I would not put my dog up for fighting.
1: Absolutely fucking not. Yeah. Horrible shit right there, man.
0: So then we get to the
1: next scene, all right? So by this time, Octavio's gone, like I mentioned, as a grip of fucking money, right? Mm. So now Octavio and Susana are like fucking intimate with one another. They fucking, they have sex together, dude.
0: Yeah, he finally breaks her down.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, she still is like, when he tells her about the plan, she's like, you're crazy, you're crazy. I know, yeah. But then they fucking smash anyways, and they yeah. look happy together. And then they, they're like, they have this like little, he calls it, this is our little bank where he puts all the money from uh-huh. the earnings of the dogfights, yep. mm-hmm. right? They look fucking happy together, dude. Yeah. Oh, well, while this is going on, dude, Ramiro's getting jumped. Yeah. Right? Because one, one person or character I forgot to mention is that the one who does the whole rulings of the dogfighting,
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, he's got some pool, man. He knows some people. Yeah. So Octavio gets him to hire some guys to fuck up Ramiro.
0: His own brother. (laughs) Yeah, his own
1: fucking brother, dog. Right? So, yeah. So, after that, next fucking scene, the heartless mother fucking tells, uh, (laughs) yeah, heartless mother. (laughs) The heartless mother tells Octavio, hey, do you know what happened to your brother? And he's like, even though Octavio knows what the fuck happened. Yeah. He says, hey, your your brother got fucked up and he left, took Susana too. And this is where he like fucking breaks down. He's like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. And then realizes that Susana took the fucking money. Yeah, I mean, let's put let's back up a little bit, bro. Susana, dude, I mean, like, if if you're in her shoes, dude, it's like, what the fuck? Like, what are you supposed to do? Like, you're pregnant, you already have a baby, you have this crazy ass fucking husband. It's you know, Ramiro's fucking crazy, dude. We don't know if he fucking maybe put a gun to her fucking head and made her fucking go with him. No,
0: I don't think I didn't think that. I thought she's kind of a piece of shit like everybody else, dude. Yeah, She, she. She knows that Romero is awful. She doesn't like it, but she's like stuck, I guess. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe she's like uh, attached to her vows, I guess, because they're married, right? Mm-hmm, they're married. Mm-hmm. So she's super apprehensive. But then she breaks down and cheats with Octavio. Yeah. And then she's down to run away with him. And, <laughs> then, and then the first sign of trouble, she runs away with her husband and takes the money and too. takes the fucking money. bro. Yeah. What the fuck?
1: What a piece of shit. Yeah, they like, all are, man. She's
0: like playing both sides there.
1: Uh-huh. That's yeah. that's like basically like the the point I was trying to make too. It's yeah. like but also she didn't really I don't know if she had much of a choice. Where the fuck was she gonna go? Well
0: he didn't know that money was there. She didn't have to be like, Oh, you're holding a gun to bed. Let me also take this forty thousand pesos or where the fuck it was, you know. <laughs> like yeah. she could have just left. Yeah. You know? But she's greedy. She's a piece of shit too, she's dude. A con,
1: dude. <laughs> yes. So desperate now to make that money back, dude. Yeah. Right? We see that Octavion and the homie. Mm -hmm. They're, like, watching TV. Yeah. They're watching a TV show, and they're watching a lovely lady there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. She has a dog with her. Mm
0: -hmm. dog's name is
1: Richie. More on that a little later. (laughs) Richie! Richie! La Bamba? Yeah, I got the same shit, bro. Yes. Yes. So now let's fast forward to what I would call now the final fight, which Mm. is Octavio and Kofi against Harocho and his dog, another dog, right? Yeah. And, like, fucking it's always been, like, happening, is that Kofi always fucks up Harocho's dog. Yep. Fucks him up so much to the point Harocho fucking shoots Kofi, man.
0: Yeah, I think he was going to do it anyway. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It
1: was going to happen, dude. So now when we're connecting the dots, this is the same dog that was with him. now we know how the fuck he was wounded in the beginning of the film. Mm -hmm. Pissed off with this. Uh, Octavio comes back and fucking stabs Harocho, dude. But I want to bring this up real quick, bro. From the scene when Harocho shoots Kofi, when uh, Octavio and his homie pick up the dog and take him back to the car Uh and stabs him, it's one continuous shot, dude. Yeah. It's fucking beautiful, dude. It's so good, man. It looks like you're just following him. It could not have been easy because the cameraman's run is basically walking backwards, you gotta think, Uh for everything to happen and then pan out everything to happen. Mm-hmm. Great shit right there. And he stabs Harocho, And now his fucking henchmen are after them. Yep. And this explains the car chase from the beginning of the film. Yeah. Fucking nice. So now we know what's going on. All right. And then we know what happens. We know there's a fucking crazy intense car crash.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's how we get into the second chapter. Yep. Which is Daniel y Valeria. Yep. So the second chapter begins. Now let's back up again, dude, to that TV show. That uh, Octavio and the homie were watching, right? Mm-hmm. So Valeria is that lovely woman. She's yeah. also that lovely woman that's on the billboard yeah, that I mentioned earlier. She's a model, right? Yes, a Spanish model. Mm-hmm. All right, she goes to her new apartment where she is. It's kind of like a joke, right? Because uh-huh. like they uh, they say that she's in a relationship with this like uh, fucking some some fucking actor. Or he's, something yeah, like that, he's right? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, by the way, did he was talking about himself in the third person? Hmm. I don't like unless you're the rock, dude, I don't I fuck I don't <laughs> like that when people talk in the third person. Oh man. I personally don't fucking like it. Yeah. I
0: mean that's very arrogant. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh he takes her to this new apartment where it's kind of a joke where he says, Oh, this is your new apartment, and this is your new this, you know. Uh-huh. And then Daniel comes out, man. Yep. So then this is this is how you put the pieces together that Daniel has been cheating on his wife with Valeria. Yep. Fuck. And then he shows her the billboard outside.
0: hmm
1: Right? With her out there, she's right there. Lovely billboard right there. That's her view. Yep. Right? So when she goes to, uh, like, embrace with Daniel, she breaks the floorboard.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. By the way, see, that's a good embrace right there, man. <laughs> you know? Yep. That's a good embrace right there. I mm-hmm. got to say that. So if I ever see, like, that's going to be like a running gag going in this podcast, brother. Like embraces and shit. Yeah, what did <laughs> I
0: say? You need to have an embrace rating out of yeah. five. Yeah. What'd you give this one? Five out of five? Cool. Uh, this was
1: very good because, like, because uh, <laughs> they've been, so now we do know, right, that they've been talking on the phone mm-hmm. and shit, but we don't know how long they've been without each other. Yeah. Right? So let's say fucking, who knows? Let's say a few weeks. Okay. I thought this was a solid embrace, dude. Okay. As opposed to being gone in for two years and mi familia is fucking horrible, <laughs> I give this a solid four out of five, brother. Okay, yeah, I like it. <laughs> so now we got fucking uh, now embrace, we got, embrace rating, embrace <laughs> 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 Yes, but yes, the the floorboards break. Okay, that comes into effect yeah. later yeah. and on. Yeah, yeah, all right. So then we get back to El Chivo again. The characters are sprinkled into each other's like chapters. El Chivo is stalking a guy named Luis. That's it. That's all we know right now. So but we already know that Chibo's a crazy motherfucker. Yeah. He, st- uh, he stalked the first fucking person he fucking killed him. Now he's got a second target, right? More on that a little later. So then Valeria is driving. By the way, she brings her dog with her. Yep. Richie, right? And yep. then, boom, you know what the fuck happens, bro. That's yeah. the crash. The same fucking crash that happened in the beginning of the movie.
0: I will say that mm. the crashes in this movie are really graphic. Yeah, bro.
1: Oh, yeah. They're very good, man. Yeah.
0: It's like, geez, Louise. I wonder. I mean, I'm not one of those people that looks whenever you see a horrible car accident because I don't mm. want to see shit like that. But yeah. I feel like it's probably more realistic in this movie than most others because there's like blood everywhere yes, like dude. bones and shit sticking out. It's like, man,
1: this is graphic shit. Yeah. It's it's done very fucking well. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And I did mention in the first chapter that you see a woman crying for help. Yep. It turns out it is Valeria. Yeah. All right? So let's also remember, it's a billboard of her. She's a model. This mm. can't be good for her modeling career. Yeah. Because of it. By the way, I got to say this. Richie was perfectly unharmed in this fucking horrific car crash. Yeah, I know. I was. I very, think uh, that's a bit of a flaw
0: right there, brother. Uh, that is a fucking flaw. You're breaking my heart. I will agree because I thought he was dead too. And I was ready to fucking flip my table over and be like, I'm done with this if this mm-hmm. dog dies. Cause, yeah. Man. But no, he, he is unharmed.
1: Yeah, like, I don't have too many flaws in this movie. This is a fucking great film. Okay. It's greatly made. Yeah. But, you know, you'd use, there is a scene of, of Richie w- with his head out of the window. The window's, like, halfway mm-hmm. open, right? Yeah. So if this car crash would have happened, he would have either flown out the fucking window or he would have been fucked up somehow. He comes out unscathed. Mm-hmm. That just isn't fucking realistic to me, dude.
0: I don't know. It's, There's nothing wrong with the dog. He's a small dog, right? Or a smaller dog. And it was graphic, though, dude. That's, we just mentioned that it's a graphic car crash, dude. But he was in the back seat. So, I mean, dogs are pretty resilient. They can mm-hmm. get, they're kind of like little kids, you know? You see little kids take these nasty spills and they get up and just start laughing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, the dog is kind of like that, too, I think, but he probably bounced around in the back seat. Anyway, that's what I would mm-hmm. guess. Because it didn't look like when you look at the car crash you see she's all bloody and fucked up in the front because it was like a head-on. Mm-hmm. The back seems fine. I mean, maybe the dog Ooh. was bruised a little bit, but
1: I don't know. It, it never gets told that. Yeah. But I still think, I was like, fuck, dog. I go, fuck, dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, damn. I mean, I'm happy the fucking dog yeah. was like, you yeah. know, but I'll I will take was anything. Like, I'll take anything. But yes, but this car crash, bro, lady's leg is fucked, bro. Mm-hmm. She's bound to a wheelchair. Yeah. She is told, you do not stand on this fucking leg. It's really bad. the the, the braces on this shit, the the scarring and everything looks very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you get a flashback of Crash, brother?
0: <laughs> uh you know that that movie is back in the lockbox in the back of my mind. Man. Okay,
1: fuck you. I'm still trying to forget that one. <laughs> but I saw like the braces, the scarring and shit. How realistic mm-hmm. it looked, and I was like, oh, god damn it. It's like, am I really thinking about Crash again?
0: Are you ready for them to go to the car dealership <laughs> and uh, <laughs> okay, ride around in the front seat of a leather car?
1: Ah. Fucking fishnet stockings and shit. <laughs> God damn it, brother. But yes. So let's fast forward things a little bit. Yeah. She, like I mentioned, she's in a wheelchair now. She's back at home. Uh huh. Uh Danielle goes to work, and she doesn't really have anything to do besides be with Richie. Yeah. So she's playing fetch, and because of she's playing fetch, the ball that she's playing with goes under the floorboard, and Richie goes under the floorboard. Yes. Right. And because of this, Richie does not come out. Yeah. Goes a long fucking time.
0: He gets lost or something.
1: Yes. And then if you look at the time, brother, fast forward to the next thing, it's two in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Valeria's still like awake because she can only think of Richie. Mm-hmm. And then she wakes up, Danielle, and says, Oh, like, hey, I hear him. I hear him. And then there's a phone call at two in the morning.
0: I don't remember she, that part. Yeah,
1: at two in the morning. And then. Fucking Daniel picks up and it's like, oh, who is it? And then the Valera even asks, he's like, Oh, who was it? He's like, Oh, I have no idea. Come on, dude. Come on. It's it's gotta be the wife.
0: Mm-hmm. It has to. I don't Who remember. the fuck calls at two in the morning? Yeah, I don't remember that. You could be right. Why would she have the number though? Unless you gave it to her. True that. Flaws, brother? Yeah. Flaws
1: that you're pointing out?
0: Yeah, I think i am maybe jumping <laughs> ahead too, because I do remember I remember the one phone call where he answers mm-hmm. and he says that uh somebody they just hung up. Mm-hmm. And then Valeria gets suspicious because she's like, "I used to do that shit. Yeah. What's going on?" That's the one I remember, but I think that's that's further on.
1: Yes, they do a little backtrack of this scene because they go back to El Chivo uh, at the car crash scene mm-hmm. where he he uh, it just sees him with Kofi. So you see that Chivo has taken Kofi. Yeah, but then it goes back to Valeria's story. So Valeria gets up. She was told, "You do not get up, not on this fucked up leg." Yeah. She gets up and find, to find Richie underneath the floorboard, and she, like, re-injures herself, mm-hmm. basically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
1: fuck, don't stand. Like, yeah. I know your dog... I know dogs are, like, family members and all, but fuck. Yeah. Like, for the love of your own fucking God, like, stay seated. Don't put any weight on this fucked-up leg.
0: And she's also stressed out, I mean, more so about, like, the physical nature of her injuries mm-hmm. and the uncertainty of her career. She's also... Fighting with Daniel over the course yes. of this too. Cause remember, she's getting more stressed out about all this stuff. And then the dog won't come out. And even Daniel gets, he gets mad at her, right? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, just tear up the fucking floorboards. And he's like, I don't have the money to fix it, you know? So yes. they're definitely the tension, bro. Yeah, the tension. So this explains why she's at the point where she's getting up because she's freaking out. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But dude, like it's, it's to the point too, though. It's like, she even gets Daniel out of work. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I get I understand Dogs are very important It's a family member But it's like You're making him Get out of like An important job Just to see but... Excuse me Fuck Burp <laughs> right there <brother.
0: laughs> Oh shit another Yeah well he also Fucks up too I guess his assistant Right cause mm-hmm. His assistant comes up To him at work And says hey Your wife is on the line Cause she just heard A woman I guess yeah. And then he answers The phone like hey And he says yeah. his, his wife's name And yeah. that pisses off Valeria also mm-hmm. So she She's like, "What the fuck?"
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude, that's such a fucked up thing, dude. Yeah. But it's like, come on, bitch! Like you are the one that interfered in this married man's life.
0: Yeah, and he's got kids. Yeah. So, I mean, you're you gotta expect them to call, you know.
1: Bro, and then what a cunt too though! It's like she calls the kids stupid and shit like that. It's like, come on, leave the kids out. Oh yeah,
0: talk, that's bro. fucked up. She they was have like...
1: nothing. They're they're they have nothing to do with your yeah. bullshit, dude. Yeah. Leave them out of this, mm-hmm. man. Agreed. But be- but yes, but like. um But because of this, bro, like, her fucking leg gets even worse. Mm -hmm. Right? And then the doctor fucking straight out says, like, man, like, there isn't, like, it's gangrious and shit like that. Yeah. And they are forced to fucking amputate her. Yeah. But but let me back up on this scene, dude. Mm -hmm. Because uh, the tension that we had mentioned between Daniel and Valeria. Yeah. It's like he, the next morning, like, Daniel goes to work. Uh And Valeria, Valeria, like, tells him, like, oh, I don't care if you're off to work. Just don't come back. You know, and shit like that, you know? Did you yeah. get that part?
0: Yeah, she says, like, I don't care if you ever come back. Yeah. And he just, like, shrugs and walks yeah. out.
1: And then Danielle comes back, dude, and the floorboards are a fucking mess. They're, yeah. e- they're even way worse than when it is, uh-huh. how it was before. Yeah. So clearly she's been on her fucking leg and trying to get this fucking dog out.
0: Yeah. Right? And she, when he comes back and he sees all this, she's also locked herself in, his, mm-hmm. in her room. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of assumes that she's still pissed off. Because mm-hmm. he bangs on the door. She doesn't answer. And then he goes and goes to sleep. Yeah. So he fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then he wakes up. And like then- you know, Hours later. Hours later mm-hmm. that she's still not out. Yep. So pissed off, it kicks the fucking door open.
0: Yeah. It's and she... she's she's out, man. Yeah. She's like in a passed out, I guess. I was going to say coma, but no, she's like passed out.
1: Yeah. She's out, man. Back to the hospital.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No way to save her. They fucking amputate her leg, man. Yeah. And that shit was so sad, bro. Just like the whole like- uh, when they amputate her leg,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they take her back, she's in this uh like remote cart, you know? Yeah. And the floors are still fucked up. Yeah. You know, um, uh, dude, it's just so fucking sad, dude. Because I'll, I'll put. All I didn't forget to mention is that Danielle ends up finding Richie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, which, by the way, it's like how the. Like was it a fucking maze down there? Like what the fuck?
0: I mean, it could be. It's, it looked yeah. like it was like some kind of weird subfloor down there because mm-hmm. there's rats and shit. But yeah, he when she's in the hospital, they don't know if she's gonna survive or not. He finally freaks out and you know busts up all the floor and then finally finds Richie. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's a little worse for wear, but yeah, he makes it. He seems fine. The next time we see him,
1: yes, they find him. He's back home. Mm-hmm. They're reunited. Valeria yeah. goes back home. And then open the curtains.
0: Yeah, the billboard's gone. The
1: billboard's gone, bro. The yeah. symbolism there that the billboard is gone, her modeling career is gone, everything gone to shit, man. Yeah. So fucking depressing, so fucking sad. That concludes that chapter. But before we get into the third one, I just want to say, um, the second chapter for, for me, brother, I got to say, is that it wasn't as interesting. No. Nah. There were some things that, that dragged a little too much for me. Mm-hmm. And, like, I straight up did not like fucking Valeria, dude. I thought she was a bitch, nah. right? But here's my thing. Uh, the woman that that did her, or that played her, Goya Toledo, mm-hmm. did such a good job because she made me not like her. Hmm. I got to say, her acting in this was fucking great, man. Hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, I will agree. I wouldn't say I hated her, but...
1: I didn't like the bitch, honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, it's like you're talking shit uh, about, like, a woman... But you did the same fucking thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know,
1: the whole fucking phone call thing, the whole fucking thing, you know, and then saying, well, who was that? It's like, but you know who it is. You did the same thing this woman did. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're the one that interfered in a fucking married man's life. Yeah. You know, so don't want to have sympathy. But at the end, I do because it's just so fucking sad, dude. Like, yeah, the, the car crash. She did nothing wrong.
0: Yeah, she didn't. She just had her life upended. But maybe it's like a karma thing. Right. Ah, <laughs> she just... Right. Yeah. And also, um, there was a point in there where towards the end, Daniel was kind of contemplating if he made the right choice. Mm -hmm. I think it was before she lost her leg, maybe after. Because remember the- He calls, right? Yeah. And the wife was like, just come back. And he makes a face of like, I should. Yeah. So it's like, oh, fuck. So this poor, I mean, this poor woman, she's losing her leg, even though she's not a very great person. And now Mm -hmm. she's potentially maybe going to even lose Daniel, right? Yeah.
1: It's cool how it left uh, the chapter like ambiguous. Yeah. So it's like, what if, you know, Mm -hmm. what happened after? Did her modeling career is over? Yeah. She's not going to be looked at as as like that anymore. Yeah. Maybe in in Daniel's eyes, maybe he goes back to his wife. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was good that they left it ambiguous there. Yeah. Yes. And then we go into the third and final chapter, which is El Chivo y Maru. Yeah. So the chapter begins with two cops. They are driving together mm-hmm. and they are basically talking about El Chivo's backstory. Yeah. Right. So, this motherfucker uh, was, a, a, we've already mentioned he's a hitman, but before that, he did 20 years in jail. Mm-hmm. He was like uh, involved with guerrilla warfare. Yeah. Uh, crazy shit. And then uh, one of the cops' name is Gustavo, that mm-hmm. I'm going to bring up a little later. Yeah. And the other one, like the chunky one, I don't remember his name uh, off the top of my head, but. He's the one who arrested him. Which yeah. I thought was interesting because now what they're doing is they're getting him to fucking kill uh Gustavo's target.
0: Yeah, yeah, well I don't think uh Gustavo's not a cop. He's just uh he's just a business guy that wants to kill.
1: Oh, is he? I yeah. thought uh I thought uh, he was uh, like uh the right-hand man of the cop.
0: No. Uh okay. so the cop is—he's just kind of like a broker, I guess. He's—we mm. kind of assume he's a corrupt cop, I guess, at this mm. point, because he's the one that arrested El Chivo. Yeah, but now he says that he does work for me. Right, so for he's kind of like shit. the the middleman. So he's he's setting this guy up because this other guy's kind of like a—he's kind of weaselly. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like nervous. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a contact. So or... I
1: just, okay. Because I, oh. I, I wonder then how they were, like, they even became in contact. But that's irrelevant in this story, you know? Yeah, they never
0: explained that, so who knows?
1: Yeah. So they they got 20 uh, sandwiches with them, right? Uh, yeah. That's what they noticed. It's like, why do we got 20? Yep. And that's because when they go and meet El Chivo, he's, he's surrounded with all the dogs yep. that are there, man. So they're there to meet with El Chivo and says, you're going to put on a hit with a man named Luis who is the person in the picture that I mentioned earlier in in the episode Yeah, that he had a picture. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Dude, and then, fuck, dude, this was fucking badass, dude. So they have a scene where like, she was just walking around the city, uh-huh. right? And then uh, of all people to pass them is Susana and Ramiro. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Like S- after they had escaped.
1: Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. which I thought was fucking crazy because it's like, damn, it's such a small world, but little does he fucking know. You know, that he has, or yeah, he has his dog. Yeah. You know, which, by the way, then they also have La Vida es un Carnaval by Celia Cruz playing in the back. Fuck, that's a badass song. Dude, I am a metalhead at heart, dude, but if it sounds good, I dig it. That's a badass <laughs> song. I'm probably going to use that song for the Instagram story, dude, for the post. And okay. shit <laughs> like that, too. Yes. Yes. Uh, so he's, oh, yeah, and then El Chibo, you see him, he's looking at pictures. It's obviously at this point now that it's pictures of his daughter. Yeah. Right? And then you go back to Chivo, right? So he's stalking Luis, man. It's kind of like a slow pace. Mm-hmm. He's looking around and then bam! That fucking crash from the beginning of the movie, man. Uh-huh. And that's what fuck again, graphic shit. I gotta say, like, cause cause El Chivo was the bystander, right? Mm-hmm. So he goes and takes Octavio out of the car. Mm-hmm. Fucking Gala Garcia's acting here was fucking great, dude. Those screams sounded pretty real. Yeah. He fucking bloodied everywhere. Yeah. He's all fucked up. Chibo takes his money. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then, like, fucking poor Kofi, dude. They, the like, these, like, paramedics, I think, like, they just take Kofi.
0: Yeah, they drag and him And they out. drag
1: him and fucking put him on the side like a fucking sack of trash. Well, he'd, he'd
0: look dead as hell. Yeah. I mean.
1: But at least have a little sympathy there, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you just put him on the side like a sack of shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah? Yeah. And then uh, Chivo comes in, takes Kofi, tends to his wounds, mm-hmm. makes a rem- uh, miraculous recovery. Yep. Good on him on that. And then it goes into the scene where Ramiro and his friend, they, like, rob a bank.
0: hmm
1: Right? Which I thought was fucking stupid because, like, the friend put on a mask and then Ramiro's like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't put a mask on for a bank robbery. He's like, what the, why not, dude? Not that I would know. What was I- his,
0: yeah, what was this reasoning he said because... Oh, because he didn't want them to wear masks because they would be alerted as soon as they walked up and in. Mm-hmm. But, but, I mean, that doesn't really make any sense. It makes
1: zero fucking sense. Yeah, it's like... it's just, But it does uh, match the character of Ramiro's
0: instability. Yeah. You know,
1: he is a fucking idiot, you know, yeah, and he is a hothead. He's so. dumb as fuck, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, in the scene, the, the cop that I mentioned earlier is there in the bank. Mm-hmm. And because of that, backup's there. They shoot Ramiro. He fucking dies.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? That's that's some shit right there. Okay?
0: Eat that, Susana.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Fuck, dude. That shit was crazy, though, dude. You know? Yeah. I just like how, like, uh, the world is so small and everybody's in a bit, like, intertwined with one another, dude. Yeah. You know? Okay, yeah. I liked it, dude. So this, this scene, bro, I didn't really like too much. Of my, I mean, I did like it, but it dragged on a little too much for my liking. And it's a scene where Chibo, he's just lurking and he's following after Luis. Mm-hmm. No problems here. Like, just that the, you know, because, yeah, he needs to be stealth, you know? Yeah. You can't just fucking come up to him and be like, hey, get the fuck in. You yeah. Know? And shit like that. But the thing is, like, it dragged on with no payoff. It was nothing. It was like two minutes of just him fucking looking. This scene could have been shortened, dude. It's already a fucking lengthy film, dude. Yeah, I was
0: just, this is a long movie, man. Yeah.
1: So they could have. And then there's no payoff. Just so that they can get to Ramiro's funeral. Mm-hmm. Like, I dis- I did not like that, bro. Did not like how there was no payoff. I did not like the pacing of this part. Um, it dragged on a little too much for my liking. Okay. Okay. I-, I could agree, I guess. Okay. So now back to the funeral, which this is right here, dude, for me, where it cements that Octavia was a piece of shit. Yes. All right? So poor Susana, dude. She's grieving. She's at her husband's funeral. All right? Let's remember that she has another kid on the way yeah octavio's there he's all fucked up dude right he shaved mm. it. his head's all shaved yeah because of all the injuries he sustained they got it like he had scarred his head and everything like that he's mm. he's got crutches and everything mm. and octavio fucking tells her like what the fuck happened there to where she says like hey now's not the time and place yeah right and then what a fucking idiot he still tells her i want you to come with me mm. like fucker your brother just died her husband just died and you still have your crazy fucking ideas of wanting to fucking like
0: well, I, mean, away? I mean, is he really that wrong? Ramiro was a piece of shit. The only one that liked him was probably the mother. Susana didn't really like him. I mean, yeah, she she like still got with him and stuff, but like she clearly wasn't happy. Octavio wasn't you know, he didn't have anybody love towards him. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. it's like I him- mean he had
1: the homie, but he died. You know? Yeah, yeah. But dude, at a funeral though, bro.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's moving a little quick, but yeah. I don't know. Nah, bro. You, I just because she, like okay, she's
1: wrong in both ways because like she was always at him and saying, "Oh, you're crazy, man. I can't be fucking doing yeah. it," even though she fucks him. Yeah, yeah, and stuff like that. But like, still, like at a funeral, she's grieving, dude. You don't fucking say shit like that to her.
0: I, yeah, I guess. But how much could she really be grieving? Did mm. she really love Ramiro? Right. You know what I mean? Like, she's, yeah. it, and then she's even like vindictive, right? Cause uh-huh. she's like, I think I'm gonna name that baby Ramiro. Yeah. Like, damn.
1: Like a stamp right there, huh? Yeah, why
0: the, I wouldn't want to name him just because he was such a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, why would you want to? Right? Yes,
1: man. And then that, that to me was a pretty hard scene, dude. And then I got to an even more fucked up scene next, bro. Mm-hmm. And Chibo goes back to his mm-hmm. home, and you see that Kofi has killed all of his dogs. Dude. Yeah. Uh... Oh, this scene was heartbreaking, dude. Because like, man, like the the makeup they did on these dogs, dude, like like I don't know if they used actual fucking dogs. Okay. Yeah. But fuck, it looked so real. It looked so devastating. I was like, fuck, dude. And then and then it's so sad how he goes to every dog. Yeah. And he says their names. He's like, mm-hmm. wait, like, please, like, don't like, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he picks up that one dog, That's the like white one.
0: The barely alive, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then takes him into his car and then Picks it up and then the, the fucking neck just flops and it's like fuck, dude. There's no point. Yeah. So he ends up burning them all. <laughs> but before that, dude, he fuck, he's pissed, bro. Right? Because he tends to these dogs. He loves these dogs. Yeah. Dude. He doesn't mm-hmm. have shit. He just all, all he had was these dogs. Mm-hmm. Right. And he and then he points the fucking gun at Kofi,
0: dude. Yeah. But he doesn't kill him. He doesn't
1: kill him. Like, look at that. Like the the the, the difference of people yeah. that are pointing guns at Kofi is Ramiro's bitch ass. <laughs> and now him. Yeah. Uh although you can say like he has a reason to, but that's still fucking wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: then but at saying Chibo is not exactly the best person either.
0: Yeah. I mean
1: yeah. I mean, with his history, dude, you know, he's he's been locked up, guerrilla warfare, you know, all he's trying to do is reconnect with his daughter. Yeah. You know, he's he's not exactly the best person either.
0: Yeah, but this scene I think this is probably the hardest scene for me because I was like, man. Hmm it's hard enough to lose one dog yeah. and you come home and you lose all like 10 of yeah, your dogs, dude. I would be, it's heartbreaking dude. Mm-hmm. Ugh.
1: And then to fast forward things a little bit more, dude, so you know how I just mentioned that the scene dragged on too much uh-huh. when Chibo goes to find Luis, mm-hmm. right, and there was no payoff and then this one automatically he finds Luis, get in, get in <laughs> the fucking car, you know, like that, yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, yeah. that could have fucking just happened Beside that whole scene, I get the whole. I trust me, I, I get it. The whole lurking scene, mm. and he's he's looking for his prey. I get that. Yeah, it just it dragged too much. And then just so just so they, this
0: one can be getting. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, because I remember he was. I forgot why he was taking so long because mm-hmm. he was. Uh, I don't remember, but I remember. Remember the cop guy came up to him and said, "Like, hey, you're taking a long time." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, he's kind of a hard target, right? Because this his target, Luis. He's like a." a businessman right so yes. he's like in the business district business and shit like that yeah, yeah. so it's like he all his other kills he kind of like goes up to like a restaurant and shoots them uh-huh. so he can't really be like lingering around mm-hmm. these places too much without arising too much yeah. suspicion Yeah. so that's probably why mm-hmm. but he was also kind of dragging his feet mm-hmm. and then when the dogs died he flipped out and then and then he was just like fuck it all right i'll yeah. go just take him
1: yeah, if there's a, if there isn't a time to fucking do it, it's now when you're fucking angry and shit like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so uh, I I just like the whole oh shit, excuse me, another one, brother. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> so I like the whole like discussion that they had, dude, mm-hmm. because it, he ties him up, right? Yeah. And, he, and then he starts saying like, "All right, so who do you think hired me to kill you?" Yeah. You know, and then he starts naming all these people, and he's like, "Man, all these people want to fucking kill you, dude." Yeah,
0: he's like, "You must be a real piece of shit." Yeah. The rest, huh? <laughs> but it's also he also says like uh something that happened when mm-hmm. Kofi killed the dogs. He said if that didn't happen, I would have just killed you. Yeah. So he probably would have just ran up and shot him. Yeah, like bro. So that's why he kidnaps him instead to uh, we we get this kind of cat and mouse thing.
1: Isn't that fucking crazy though? Mhm. Yeah, cuz he does say like fuck all your dogs, like fuck your dog. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. It wasn't, oh, dude, yeah, that's true. bro. Mm-hmm. That's Great fucking analysis right there, brother. Mm-hmm. So to get things like fast forward a little more, the wheels moving because his job is to kill this motherfucker. Yeah, you'd think, right? Yeah, he grabs Gustav and says, "Hey, I fucking did it. You notice he didn't come into work? Mm-hmm. Can we bring my fucking money in two hours?" <laughs> yeah, dude? He fucking meets up with him and tells him to go inside, and yeah. he hasn't killed him yet. Uh-huh. But then he like fucks him up too and ties yeah. him up, mm-hmm. and then they have them two like fucking talk with each other, and then he leaves a gun in the middle. Yeah,
0: it's it's funny. Uh, because we find out through this conversation with Luis the night before that uh, Gustavo is his brother, half-brother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the reason why he wants to kill him is over business. Yeah. So then when he ties up Gustavo and they wake up with a gun, he's like, well, you guys can figure it out, right? And you could see Luis is so fucking mad, dude. That, that was like a pretty good revenge. Yeah, dude. You're like, <laughs> your own half-brother? Yeah. And then you're like, what is it? I wanted to know what happened. You know what I mean? I do too, b- the- because
1: he just leaves a gun with them, yeah. and, he, and then he fucking leaves, dude.
0: And then they like they're both trying to desperately get it, you know. And then mm. that's what it cuts there, and that's it.
1: Yeah, and then uh, uh, smart on the Chibo too, because like he knows, like, yeah, I can't just fucking be looking the same like this anymore. Uh-huh. so he like cuts his hair, shaves yeah. everything. He takes fucking Gustavo's clothes.
0: He sells the car again. Takes the SUV. I will say he's pretty sly, right? You notice that because mm-hmm. he sells the cars. Yeah. He steals Octavio's money. Yeah. He's always and, and then when he tricks Gustavo to bring the money, he does take the money. Mm-hmm. So this guy's at least he's smart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, also that too because when he called Gustavo, mm-hmm. like look at him, bro. Like even the detail on him, he's got so much fucking like dirt in his under his fingernails and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when he calls Gustavo on the payphone, you see that fucking wad of money?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, he is smart, bro. He knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. It's just this is just his appearance and shit like mm-hmm. that. You know, so then he then again he leaves the gun in between them. It's unresolved, so it's mm-hmm. up to the viewer to fucking think about what the fuck is gonna happen. Yeah. Right. He leaves and then before he goes, he breaks into Maru's home. He leaves a fucking like a heartfelt um, message on her voice machine. Yeah. The tape recorder, right? Reminded me
0: of the room, like Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> he did the same thing. Yeah. Lisa's footage. <laughs> but it's also important to to note too that mm-hmm. w- the night before when he had them locked up or you know handcuffed, he also cleaned up. He t- yeah. took like a good shower, mm-hmm. cut his hair, cut his nails, and then that's when he goes to Modo's place. Yeah, and then they go into and like you
1: mentioned, right? He seals the S. He sells the SUV. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of money with him, and then. There's Kofi right there. That's his new companion. Yeah. But right before that's going to happen, before even this happens, one thing I forgot to mention is that at Ramiro's funeral, uh, Octavio tells Susana, I'm leaving for my oh, friends yeah. mm-hmm. in, at 11 o'clock at the bus stop. Meet me there. Yeah. And then the whole thing with uh, at Achibo, everything transpires. They have a cutback shot of Octavio at the bus stop. Yeah. Susana's not there. Mm-hmm. He's alone, bro. It's fucking depressing. Fast forward now to El Chivo. He has Kofi with him as his new companion. Uh-huh. There's a whole fucking scenery in front of him. It looks endless. It's like basically like the new beginning, but you yeah. don't know what's out there. Yeah. And yeah. he walks into it, dude, and that ends a Amores Peros, bro. A fucking great film, brother. A fucking lengthy film. Yeah. If you have the patience for it, fucking two hours, 35 minutes, I believe.
0: Yeah. Um... I would say after the first story, I was like, oh, man, that was a good movie. Like, <laughs> I <you> know, know <laughs> right, dude? Oh, yeah. And it's still, oh, I got another hour and a half left. Okay. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, you
1: got fucking two more chapters to go, man. You know? But overall, bro, I fucking love this movie. Yeah. This was fantastic. I have so much to say about it, like, uh, about my overall thoughts. Yeah. But uh, real quickly, bro, if, uh, let's go into some of the other work from okay. some, of some of these people. I'm only going to get to two people, okay? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alejandro González Inherito, the director, man. hmm I did mention, man. Like I became a fan of his when I watched this movie. Yeah. There's a few movies I want to bring up, bro. That he is. They are fucking great. If you uh, enjoyed *Amores Peros, you will like these movies. First one is *Babel*. Mm-hmm. It is a a film somewhat similar to this because it it deals with four people in in different countries that are all intertwined. Yeah. Have you heard of *Babel*, dude?
0: I have. I don't. I haven't watched it, but I have.
1: Do yourself a favor, dude. Check it out, dude, and then talk to me about it because the ending fucking, like, pissed me off, dude. Is,
0: is Brad Pitt in that? Yes, he is. I was going to say, yeah. Brad that's just...
1: Pitt and Kate okay. Blanchett. Are in there it. you go. Gael is in it as well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and The Heartless Mother, and Amor Esperos is in there too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as... She she actually has, uh like, a whole fucking, like, part of the movie to herself. Okay. Yeah. Check it out, bro. It's a great fucking movie. Please to- check it. Please check out Babel.
0: I totally imagine the end cr- credits saying, like, her character name, played by the heartless mother. Heartless
1: mother. <laughs> and the next film I want to bring up is beautiful. Mm. It's a movie with Javier Bardem. Javier yeah. Bardem is one of my favorite actors. He's fucking awesome. I fucking I love all his work, man. Just about it. It is this movie is fucking depressing. I'm just gonna say it out there, man. It's tough to watch. It's there's one certain scene that um I watched the film with unnamed person number two. Okay. On uh, in-person number two, cried. Oh, Wouldn't okay. stop bitching about it for days and days about it. Okay. But yeah, it's fucking, it is it is a great movie, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so please go out of your way and check it out. And two movies with Gael Garcia. Uh, the first one, I'm pretty sure if you've seen them, you've seen them in this movie. It's Itumama Mama Tambien.
0: Oh yeah, I have.
1: Great fucking movie. Him and Diego Luna. The chemistry with them is fucking amazing. Please go out of your way to check out Itumama Mama Tambien. It's a fun, fucking great, fantastic movie. I believe it's on Netflix, but don't quote me on that one. All
0: right. And the last one I'm going
1: to talk about is The Motorcycle Diaries.
0: Well, okay. Have you seen that one, bro? God, you know, I want to say that I have, but it's been. When did it come out? Uh, Early
1: 2000s, bro. Yeah, 2003, 2004, 2003, right? I,
0: yeah. I don't remember it, but I know the name and I mm. wanted to see it. I think. Yeah. I don't remember. It. Anyway.
1: Okay. So I, uh, unnamed person number two, watched this movie with me as well. Uh huh. Um, my introduction to that movie is because of Unnamed Person Number no. 2. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And so, this movie is about fucking Che Guevara, dude. Gael mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Garcia is a young Che Guevara. Yeah. And how he gets to all that shit before all that political military bullshit happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's a very good movie. Um, Some people might find it boring. I thought it was very good. I enjoyed the movie. Okay. All right. So, I, what do you say, brother? Time for your overall, overall thoughts and rankings? What do you say?
0: Let's do it. Alright, brother. If
1: you don't mind, brother, this was my pick, so let me go first, yeah? Go ahead. So, overall, brother, yes, it is a lengthy film. And yes, it does have some fucking disturbing imagery as far as the dogs go. But all around, man, the fucking acting was fantastic. The story was very interesting. I I very much enjoyed how it was all intertwined. Um, uh, to go back to the acting again, like, all of them did such a good job. Even the ones that I fucking, they like, Valeria I mentioned. I didn't like this bitch. That means that fucking Goya Toledo did a great job. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, everything was so fucking good with it, man. I have there's there's some like minor uh, like qualms I do have it that I mentioned with like like Richie not getting hurt and the fucking, you know. That's a very uh, minor. Yeah, it's uh, that's what my point is that a lot of the qualms are very minor. Don't have exactly any like real flaws. Um, although I will say that the second chapter did drag along like a yeah. lot it just mm-hmm. wasn't simply as interesting as the first and third yep but overall man big fan of this big fan of uh, Alejandro González Zingarito I became a fan of him after this film fucking love this movie elite range dude eight and three quarter stars yeah. for me dude. nice it's almost a nine nice I love this movie man please go out of your way and check it out
0: okay this movie when I first started watching it I was going to say, like, 20 minutes in, I was about to text you and be like, man, what the fuck did you make me watch, man? With <laughs> all these dead dogs and violence of like, against these yeah. animals and shit. But I was like, all right, man, I got to grit through it and just watch it. So I stuck with it. And I will say that I was interested the whole time. Mm-hmm. And as it progressed, it kept me interested. I liked the acting. I'm not a big foreign film fan, but I was, I was invested into this one. Um, they're definitely was a lot here to pick up on and kind of digest the, the cinematography was good. There's nothing that jumps out at me as being bad, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I Over, when I got to the end, that last scene where in um, Chivo loses all the dogs, I was like, God damn it. Just when I was starting to like this movie, I hate it again, <laughs> but no, I, uh, I stuck with it. And uh, despite hating all the dog brutality, since I love dogs, I will have to say, this is a, a really good movie. I'm going to have to give it an 8 out of 10.
1: Fuck yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother.
0: It breaks my rule of, uh, if there's anything over one dog's death, or zero dog's death, if there's even one dog's death, I'll give it a 0 out of 10. Yeah. This one breaks that rule, because it was a, a really good movie. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm so mm-hmm.
1: fucking glad you enjoyed it, brother. Yeah. So, yes. All right, brother. So, what do you say? One more swig for the good man, and we wrap it up?
0: Let's wrap it up, man. Cheers, brother. Cheers.
1: Mm-hmm. And cheers to all of you. Thank you so much for sticking with us to the very end, man. Uh, please check out Amores Pedals. It is a fucking great movie. It is worth your time. And please uh, uh, check out next week's episode. And I will say this, man. Like, so far in season two, we've done a lot of, like, uh, movies that we've reviewed. I've been recommendation movies. Um, some of them have also been some of mine. Uh, heavy-handed on my side. The next two films we're going to review are Danny's picks, brother. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm very excited to get started <laughs> on those, man. Yeah. going to be fucking great. Please join us next week, man. Be... Fucking great episode. Uh remember to be kind to one another. Uh cheers, everybody. Bottoms up. Mwah. Peace. See you later. Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review an 80s film loosely based on a biopic. And that movie is Barfly. The film directed by Barbet Schroeder. Please go out of your way to watch the film and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up.